And we're back, everybody. It's We Are Live, Chris Tim and Travis Terrell, and our friend, stream queen, Chris Gardner. Wanted to say a quick thank you to Tech Electronics. If you check out their website, techelectronics.com, you can see everything they do in the St. Louis area and at their other eight locations throughout the Midwest. That's right, the power of connection and protection at Tech Electronics Systems, Markets, Services, the Tech Cloud. They even have careers available on the website, techelectronics.com. You can see all their seminars, events, solutions, even success stories for businesses and uh, folks they've helped throughout the St. Louis area. So check them out. They helped us outfit our studio, and we could not be more thankful for the work they did. Uh, Travis Trell, you just had an amazing weekend. Chris Gardner, you scooted around all over the place. Mm -hmm. We had a very interesting first hour. I got rained on yesterday. Did you get rained on? Yeah. Where, what, how and why? Um, well... <laughs> How and why you got rained on? Yeah, how and why? Because, okay. uh, listen, you wake up, I'm guessing you wake up around 6 or 7. Me? Yeah. It was already dark out at that time. You knew what was coming. Um, how did you get yourself into this predicament, and why did well, you Well, golf it got canceled. No boy. Oh, as I was standing outside, smoking, waiting for my ride. So then I'm like, I had to make a decision. You were going to play Forest Park. No. We were going oh, that's right. South, South County something. County somewhere. Mm. <clears throat> and um, I'm like, okay, storms are coming. Do I wait it out or do I try and get down to the office and get some work done this morning mm. and get that knocked out before uh, everything else for the rest of the day so I could do stuff throughout the day. So I decided to try and make it down to the office. But I decided to have one more cigarette. Oh, boy. Mm. I did so. Does it? Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't have done that, man. I would have made it. But I was racing. Like, it started dripping just a little as I got a half a block away from my apartment. And I was, thought I was, I was, I mean, I could even see the clouds coming. It was, it was a race. The problem is I had to go, you know, horizontal against it at times. Mm. And so I wasn't just going straight to get to where I needed to go. And when I got to, like, uh, the area near the fox, it just let loose on me. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And so I was walking around here without shoes and socks on yesterday for a little thought while. thought it smelled away in here. A mm, little mildewy, maybe. Mm. Um, so I didn't make it. Mm. But Musty? Do you call it musty? Yeah, musty's good. Okay. It was, um, I know we're not a sports show anymore, boys and girls. <laughs> were you ever, really? Not really. Nah, not that really. That was the appeal. Mm -hmm. But there was so what much. What we learned. There are just some quick highlights I just want to hit before we move on to non-sports topics. Because you're an NFL lover. No, actually, I was House going to just. I was going to. I was going to jump into uh, a little. Because um, I was ready to talk more NFL fashion, but you got more NFL fashion talk. You're going to talk about my boy Cam Newton. Mm. There he is. What in the. Soulard Farmer's Market is that? <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to, like... I, but it's I, barbed wire. Around the I, I, Wait, what? I, think, I didn't see that. I think someone... Is he dating an NYU sophomore? <laughs> it feels What's like happening? that would be it. I feel like Cam... This is like someone has convinced Cam Newton to let them be their stylist. Let them be, just, be his stylist. I don't know. And I think... He thinks this is good, like this is fashion. It he is. thinks he's setting a trend. To be fair, so here's my thought on things like this. He very obviously looks ridiculous. He looks like an idiot, yes. He loves hats. Yes. And that's fine. And the hats are sometimes cool. But, here's but everything why, else. Here's why I know nothing. I like the, the kerchief or whatever that is. It is it pretty It kind of gives me like a Jackie O feel. That is. Got <laughs> <laughs> he's got grace. <laughs> He obviously looks like a buffoon. <laughs> the Jackie O reference is just killing. I don't know. I just that gives Brilliant. me that. But here's the thing. He's dating like a Grecian oil baron. That's probably what it is. Kanye West right. sounded like an absolute fool. Right. Telling us all that there is a market for designer workout clothing. That's an invisible wall. Thank you, Kanye. I remember laughing at him, and it was like, why don't you just make another great album, man? Can you just back off? And then Yeezys and Workout Wear became a giant thing, right? I think, yeah, I think like, a lot so of these guys. People, but at the, people but, I, 
uh, how am I supposed to argue with it? He's ridiculous, right? Yeah. He's also, maybe you have to have that extreme thing to set a new trend. A certain well, I, mean, way. If, I don't know. I'm Tommy keeping Larry it open. If Tommy can have athleisure with Jesus. a gun holster that God, doesn't work, then I think that Cam can probably do as he pleases. Again, he looks like an absolute idiot. I, here's my thing. My only thing is with the outfits are fine when you're NFL MVP. You look like an absolute dumbass. Oh, so you, Tom Brady does this. You're okay with it. I think if you're – my thing is if you're winning – If I'm his coach, I'm just – what are you if doing? I'm the, yeah, if I'm like – if you watched the game yesterday, which you guys probably did, but Cam Newton's coming off two so, shoulder surgeries over the offseason. Two. Hmm. So last year his mechanics were all out of whack, and he was just – he couldn't throw a ball at the end of the season over 10 yards. So Cam is back. Uh, off this shoulder surgery, and yesterday the guy couldn't even – he missed half his checkdowns. Mm. So th- that's fine if Cam wants to dress like that, but you look like a buffoon right. when you can't hit your checkdown, they're paying you $18, 20000000 million a year, and you dress like that. That makes sense. So that's why he looks more so like an idiot. If Cam was putting up – yeah, if Cam was putting up Aaron Rodgers' numbers, Tom Brady winning, going deep into the playoffs – I'd be like, ha, 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 that's kind of fly. He can do as he pleases. It's amazing, though, when you lose and you play like shit, how it's just like, oh. Like, it's not, it doesn't, well, even, I, well I, I have a problem I, with that. It doesn't fit. I would just say maybe we should stop trying to tie those things together. Winning and fashion? Yeah. We don't have to do with the other. It's the old Jerry Rice adage. You look good, you play good. And Dion used to say the same thing. Dion would be the flyest person on the field. Dion was also the best freaking defensive back in the history of the NFL. Yeah, but I don't really care how good they are at their job. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, well, Miles there, oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Very well, it doesn't well, matter to me. Okay. Well, I don't great. tie the two together. Well, My only issue with this is I don't like the short sleeves. I, I don't like the short sleeves like, either. I don't I like, like everything else. I don't like that the shirt that he has underneath is going out of the jacket. I don't get that. Why cut the sleeve? That, that bothers me a lot. The, the Jackie O rap, I actually kind of like. But everything else is just he looks like He looks like, like a little kid fell into his mom's closet. I like the rap. But hey, some people like to express themselves through fashion. And that maybe this is Cam's way of expressing himself. Is it, you think? I'm trying to make excuses. I know. I'm trying to not be like, this guy looks like a fucking I think idiot. that's yeah. reasonable because he's been doing it for years. He's now. been doing it for years. <laughs> it's nothing new. And he's been doing it for years. So... More power to him. Uh, another thing that happened over the weekend, sports-wise, non-NFL, well, uh, was my hero and the only Russian I truly support to take over this country, uh, Khabib Namgunagunamov. Mm, mm. As you can see there, with a was that's a, your word. We won't say it. No, thank you. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. um, Chris. He unites both belts. Did, did I get I that mean, correct? If you want to call an interim belt the other belt, sure. But he is the man now. He won in a, uh, what's that, third round? Yeah. The submission. Mm-hmm. And he is now uh, top, of course, the UFC once again after a pretty lengthy uh, time off between fights. Of course, his last fight was against Chris Dedman's god and hero and legend, Conor McGregor. who last Professional time saw- fighter, amateur drinker. Amateur drinker. Last time we saw Conor McGregor fighting was an old man who wanted nothing to do with him, <laughs> but he sucker punched him at a bar. And who Gartner just, went who on just a- didn't want to drink his shit whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, your boy Conor, Chris, is uh, saying, hey, let's do this rematch, and let's do it in Moscow. And for a person who Smart, currently man. is at the point where uh, Vladimir Putin will probably win the 2020 election, uh, I'm all game for it. I think that'd be a great way. You for one welcome. I, you're, I Russian, welcome you're Russian. I welcome the 46th president. I welcome the 46th president of the United States, Vladimir Putin. If we're gonna do this, let's do it. Moscow. Right. It has a rocky feel to it. I want. I, don't, a, I want it in like Siberia. I want it. Yes, whatever the most Russian city you can find. Let's have it in that. You want Connor? He said. Con, to be fair, like people have gotten rematched under worse circumstances. Connor. Went, I mean, just the fact that he just hasn't fought much, but the reality is he had two belts and hadn't lost, did a bunch of stuff. He calls for his rematch in Moscow. What else do you want from the guy? I now forgive him for punching the old man in the face. Oh, no. And I'm, <laughs> I, for one, shall move to oh, Boston no. or wherever he wants me to live. 
I'm back. I went from hate. You are a... All he did, all he, all he had to do oh, was keys in front of you. <laughs> That's Man. it. He said, I want my rematch in Moscow. Whoa. Whoa. That's how do easy you, know? you are. I respect you Chris's know? response. I was like, like, this is the honest Chris we've been waiting This is the honest Chris we've been waiting for. And then I start talking myself into it. I'm like, okay, so yeah. Khabib's this monster on the ground. Connor did tag him. He had him. It, honestly, Connor wasn't even training right then. He, who knows? He was probably doing allegedly doing cocaine, yeah. you know, <laughs> hours before the fight. And he still, you know, he didn't do it. and then and then I'm thinking, I'm like, what if he takes it serious? He's got all these guys. What if he brings Ben? Askren what if he in? doesn't go through what Delmar Gardens <laughs> punching old ladies <laughs> who don't drink his whiskey? Correct. Hey, what if he focuses? <laughs> grandma Evans. Hey, drink this whiskey. Oh my God, he would punch. He my would grandma. punch Grandma Evans. I would not like. What that. a fucking prick. <laughs> I, this is the this is the Chris Demon we've been waiting for. Right. This is what we want. This is all Gardner and I have been trying to get to. You have an agenda. Stick yeah. to it. Don't deviate off course. You want it, Connor. I'm not gonna lie either. I'm reasonable, moderate, Chris from Mercury. <laughs> right? Settlement. No, no, you're not. You're you're insane. I like just the want Connor McGregor to fight. Thank you. You're us. He Good. can punch old men. I knew when he said Moscow rematch. Oh. I, did, I almost wanted to text Chris, but I already knew where he was. Mm. When Connor said Moscow rematch, I go, I'm not going to lie. If I'm Chris Denman, I'm 1,000% on board with this. They do and have the best is. national anthem. And, it's, and well, to think about it, it will and, be and, insane. And yeah. I don't think, when was the last time we saw, I, when was the last time we saw cameras inside of Russia? <laughs> That weren't state sponsored. Thank you. Yeah. Well, like we've been watching protests. It, right, and that, so I think that is also. Of course, they're punching old ladies too. And they're... then we know how this is going to play. The beauty of this is that we're going to get this rematch, and somehow Are your we boy to do a Rocky here. This, oh yeah, you know, Rocky. It's going to be because you know what Rocky that means. That? Somehow, uh, this president is going to adopt Connor as an American, Ugh. and there he's going to show up sitting in the same dais as. Vladimir Putin. Yes. We have uh, we have a very important question we need to address immediately from the Triangle Assassin. What happens if Connor meets the guy in the South City bar who refused to be mugged? <laughs> <laughs> who wins that fight? I think we found our new melee. Right. <laughs> By the way, that went viral, and everyone in America has now seen that, uh -huh. and people are like. Listen, St. Louis, y'all really going through it right now. Y'all getting robbed, and y'all just like, forget it. We just going to continue. We're done. I was like, yeah, we're we got, done with this. Yeah, we're kind of fed up in the city right now. Mm -hmm. I think everybody was that guy. Everyone in this city related to that man they, at the bar. They did make an arrest in them. They did. Yeah. I'm glad, because it was only <laughs> seen around all the entire world. I, I again, Khabib's now 28-0. Jesus. He's an absolute just... Monster. That was a big he did, win for he, him in Abu Dhabi. I think he looked rusty for 30 seconds, and then he was like, uh, all right, Poirier, I'm good. Listen, Poirier had just made a really nice run. He's very talented, which, by the way, French also. French-Canadian? Uh, Cajun. He identifies as Cajun. Oh. He's from Louisiana. Yeah. He, like uh, Calvin Burrell. Yeah. He, so Poirier is no joke, and the fact that he beat him, and he did, but he did tag Khabib for sure. Connor beat the dog beat the brakes off of Poirier too. So all these guys that are really good. Look you keep him. forgetting. Talking I keep talking this. myself talking into it, man. Into it. I love this. In Chris Moscow. He's just letting it. a vicious in assault Moscow. go. I now. love it. A vicious man. assault nah, on the elderly. For all I know, that old man <laughs> had it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes! That is the crib. And now you've become me. this one. You're me. Yeah. You're that one. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever yeah. dealt you ever dealt with an old Irish guy? They're yes. stubborn. <laughs> yes. Doesn't it feel good? Walk around <laughs> in the ignorance. <laughs> Embrace the ignorance. You gotta walk around Connor in gave it. The best apology <laughs> I've ever seen, and I'm now mad at the oh, old man. Oh, <laughs> his apology was so good. Oh. Is it a game? No. Was it a game-changing apology, Chris? I don't think he even said I'm sorry. <laughs> He owned it, and he would. He wait, wait, wait! Just owning it. it is not being sorry. Hey, we saw him punch him, Chris. He's got to own it. Chris is like, he owned is. it, man. He stepped up to the plate and said, <laughs> he, owned, "He said it was him." We, yeah, we saw the tape, but still, he was. He identified himself on the camera, so I'm, he owned it. I'm sorry they had cameras in that bar. <laughs> I love this again. I, for all I know, that guy slept with Connor's wife. Yeah, he oh, is. That's, that's, this is the Christian that I've been waiting for. That's what I'm saying. So um, in Moscow. That's, uh, so, yes, circling back now to the weird world of the NFL. Yeah. 
Antonio Brown was released. This, this, is, wait, this is like this so is this, a mental health. This thing, is just, right? and I can't believe this all happened in one weekend. What happened on Friday was that Antonio Brown had that? initially apologized for apparently threatening his boss, Mike Mayock. <laughs> he apparently threatened to fight him and called him a cracker. <laughs> apparently, he oh the c word. The C word. Please oh, the hated C word. That's our word. My bad. C word. My apologize. And I said it with the ER too. Yeah. Uh, crackers. Mm. My apologies. There's ah. good crackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. There's white people and, and there's crackers. crackers. Yeah. <laughs> a white, a white man so gets my money. <laughs> a white man sets my promotion. Uh, cracker get my money. It's, that, it's been so long since I've heard that very yeah. discussed with me. I um, so there's it's, white people and there's crackers. So then Antonio Brown goes and apparently he apologized to the team for his behavior. But then Antonio Brown apparently records his mm. phone conversation with John Gruden. John Gruden's heard on the phone conversation like, hey, man, let's just put this BS behind us and let's play football. Do you want to see that? Oh, you have the video? Yeah. Oh, let's play this bad boy. This is what happened to, after he apologized to the team. This is all apparently for Antonio Brown to get more hits on his YouTube <laughs> he's gonna channel. He's going to get a Netflix show out yeah. of this. That's what's going to happen. Some good some good stuff here. Iggy. Yep. Antonio, coach is on the line. Hey, hey coach. Hello. Yo, what's up, coach? What the hell's going on, man? There's a villain all over the news, man. Is Antonio all right? He didn't behave like this before he started getting this money. There's something wrong with A.B. Antonio Brown has been an absolute embarrassment. You're not a villain. You're just, you're the most misunderstood fucking human being in my entire life. I mean, I brought you here because you're my favorite guy. I've never seen a guy work hard. I don't know where you are in your life right now, Austin. All I know is you, you got a lot of things going. There's a lot of people that have an opinion about you. And whether it be good or bad, you're in the spotlight all the time. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you want to be a Raider or not? Now, I've been trying to be a Raider since day one. I've been trying to work my ass so hard at anyone. I don't know why it's a question of me being a writer. Like, do you guys want me to be a writer? Please stop this shit and just play football. How hard is it, man? You're a great football player. Just play football. Yeah, but I'm, I'm more than a football player, man. I'm a real person. It ain't about the football. I know how to do that. I'll show you guys down the daily. This is my life. Ain't no more games. So after that video, they got a response out of John Gruden. John Gruden said that he thought it was awesome. <laughs> Literally, he said he thought it was awesome. Those were the words that John Gruden used. And hours later, Antonio Brown was granted his release from the Oakland Raiders, making him a free agent and taking the Oakland Raiders off the hook for the contract they initially had signed him for at the beginning of the offseason. And then he uh, and then celebrated. He celebrated. He released a video. They lost it. Let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders. Free! And this is Antonio Brown celebrating after discovering that the Raiders had officially released him. And apparently he, he learned through Twitter, like everyone else, because his friend, who was in the room, said, Check Adam Schefter. So the theory is this. So what happens next is what everyone on the internet predicted. Everyone had joked that the team that was going to come in and swoop up Antonio Brown when it was all said and done, if this all fell through, was going to be the New England Patriots. These were jokes. These were people just being silly because it seems like the Patriots always find a way of putting themselves in the best position to get the best players at the lowest price. And sure the hell enough, that's exactly what happened as Antonio Brown then signed a one-year deal, I think $9 million guaranteed, if I'm not mistaken, $15 million total for one year with the New England Patriots. He'll officially sign, I believe, today or tomorrow 
where he will be able to now officially join a team. He did not play last night or were on the sidelines last night as the Patriots took on his former team, his other former, former team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Patriots yesterday, Super Bowl defending champion, New England Patriots, blew out the Steelers 33-3 to <laughs> before Antonio Brown joins their team. Josh Gordon also returning this season for the New England Patriots. Had an amazing game. So, yes, the Patriots look like they're on their way. Potentially could make a 16-0 run. This could be. The now, do we know what the hell? Like, that felt like, listen, because at first it was like, okay, this is wild or he's just a, a you know, a receiver, right? He's right. a diva receiver. But then you're like getting into it and you're like, did is he, he plot? Is he bipolar? Like, is something I, going I don't, on? I don't, I don't know if he's bipolar. He, I can't think it, just get signed back up because as soon as he got scooped back up, it wasn't like people like back off this guy. Something's happening. Then, like, because he did the same thing in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, a lot happened in Pittsburgh that led to him leaving there. And but I don't, don't think a lot know? of it has a ton with doing money. A lot of it had to do with their quarterback, who's been accused of sexual assault twice. I think that also had well, a lot. Don't you now side with the teams, like, after hearing that? I, like, I honestly think, I don't this know. It's really weird. I th- if, it's, if, if this was him playing 3D chess, I am entirely impressed. But he wanted to go to the Raiders. He signed with the Raiders, right? I think he wanted out of Pittsburgh. I, I think more than anything, he wanted out of Pittsburgh. I, now, I, I think he also knew that no way in hell were the Steelers going to trade him to the Patriots. And they tried was, to trade him to the Buffalo Bills. Was he uh, no, he eaten up the. Did he sign with the Raiders? He or signed was he with the, there? He was. I think it was a trade, wasn't it? I don't know. I think that it was a trade. No, it was a trade. <laughs> I don't because the because the Raiders gave up a third and a fifth round pick to the Steelers to get Antonio Brown, and then they signed him to a deal, and so he got the money that he was looking for. Okay. But it, but I, I don't know whether it was something going on at home or that Antonio Brown is. Going through something off the field, as John Gruden maybe alluded to. Suspicions grow that Antonio Brown and the Patriots didn't happen out of the blue on Saturday. I I feel like it feels like... So the Raiders were the the middleman. Yes. I did see there was a meme with Bill Belichick just on his cell phone that made me laugh. (laughs) It just says, uh, call him a cracker. Tom will be waiting at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, it is very odd. Like it, the entire situation, to Chris's point, is incredibly bizarre. I don't know if it's something mentally going on. By the way he reacted, and the way that he constructed that video, if something's mentally going on, and they have found a way to turn it into very apparently, interesting content. Apparently, he was reaching out to social media analysts to find a way to get released. Like, what can I do that would? facilitate this in a quicker fashion. But he found a way to completely embarrass the Oakland Raiders organization, and he did just that. He embarrassed John Gruden. He embarrassed Mike Mayock. He embarrassed the entire city of Oakland, frankly, if you ask me. He completely went out of his way to embarrass this. Even the people did wrong. The people didn't do anything wrong. That's the thing. He went out of the way. He made, I don't know what happened with his relationship with Derek Carr. He went after Derek Carr, calling him bumper cars. I guess that's what he called him in, in a tweet. Good one. Like, I don't know what was going on, but at the end of the day, Antonio Brown got what he wanted. And the funny thing is, is always the national media, their response to a player being a diva and getting his way. And I love Tony Dungy's reaction at how he was disappointed in Robert Kraft, to which the, the tweets properly responded. So this is where you're disappointed with Robert Kraft, not the buying a prostitute getting caught up in a sex ring part. Disappointed you about Robert Kraft. This mm-hmm. signing Antonio Brown is what did it for you, Tony Dungy. But that's because football people can only see one thing. Exactly. They so, can't They have tunnel vision. They can't think outside that world. So the matter of 72 hours, all of that happened. All that happened over the weekend. And Antonio Brown will now be a New England Patriot. And the Patriots will probably go on and literally not lose a game for the rest I of the season. I saw his uh, something saying that Tom Brady offered for him to stay with him and Giselle. Last night, Al Michaels reported on Sunday Night Football that apparently Brady and Giselle offered Antonio Brown their place while he figures out his living situation in Boston. So now do they fight for oh. whose YouTube channel rec- gets that, that gets put on? Tom Brady is living the greatest life I think an American athlete has ever led, ever. Tom Brady is as close to Teflon as we've gotten. Tom Brady... Even when there was rumors. But you make fun of his hats. He wears weird hats. He does, but he also has like 17 Super Bowl championship rings. And he's still playing at the highest. Like the guy is like Jordan. 
Jordan wasn't playing at this high of a level at Tom Brady's age. Like the only athlete in the world right now that's playing at this high level past 35 is LeBron James. So what Tom Brady, and he's playing obviously a more physical demanding sport. Tom Brady, I don't, again, maybe, maybe somewhere down the road we find out that there was a particular regiment Brady was on that allowed him to play longer. But as of right now, there's no evidence, there's no smoke that would suggest that. So Tom was Brady, like bubble water or something. It like may that. be. But Tom Brady, whatever he's doing, he's figured out a way to be the best player, one of the best players in the NFL, despite being 40 years old. And now he has Josh Gordon, who will now apparently be your number two receiver. Josh Gordon at one point was the best receiver in the NFL. And then you have Antonio Brown, who many will argue is the best receiver in the NFL. And they and he was able to win a Super Bowl with basically without those guys last year. So he's living. He's got to be living the best life of any pro athlete that I know. He's got to. The guy wins on and off the field. He's even people who are haters of Tom Brady, like myself, who I don't, I hate Tom Brady, but I respect him because at a certain point, I mean, obviously I don't care about football like I used to, but at a certain point, the hate for the Patriots went away and you didn't have to love them, but you had to respect, you had to respect whatever's happening there is truly remarkable. Well, well, what we're seeing with Bill Belichick, and again, we can, and trust me, as a person who was a St. Louis Rams fan, I can point out the times when the Patriots cheated, and I'll be happy to go throughout their history at some point in my life. With that being said, what Tom Brady has done, especially recently, I think a lot of people would have been right in writing him off, and they have not, and now he's going to be able to get two of the most deadliest offensive weapons the league has ever seen. But what about the tie-in of uh, Antonio Brown Secretly recording his coach and now going to an organization that's famous for Spygate. Mm. I'm all for the theories. Mm. Yeah, I'm 100% behind these theories. And, and watch, I'm going to get him going here. Okay. Would Uh-oh. Antonio Brown have gotten signed so quick if he would have kneeled before the national anthem? <sighs> mm-hmm. you really push him Why does Antonio Brown hate Colin Kaepernick and mm-hmm. continue to play in a league supported by known racist Jay-Z? It's a piss him off by numbers, Gardner. <laughs> uh, in this right here, football, made, this right here made me think. Uh, last night I was like, "Man, Oktoberfest is sneaking up on it me really this year." Is. It really Ooh, is. I got to start getting things ready. Uh, another Halloween where I won't be in shape enough to dress up what I really want to, but Don't maybe next year. But no. then, and then, and and then, just to finally put a button on the the sports talk. No, we get more. We the the weirdest uh, thing that happened in the last twenty four hours. Dave Dombrowski president of the Boston Red Sox fired last night after the Yankee game. The same Dave Dombrowski that helped lead the Red Sox to the World Series less than a year ago is now out of a job. We don't necessarily know why specifically yet. I'm sure we'll find out more as the week goes along, but one of the most respected executives, one of the most successful executives in the history of the game is out of a job with a good two and a half, three weeks of baseball still left less than a year after winning the World Series. So yeah, and that's not even that's the funny thing in Boston. That's, that's maybe pay that, that may that's under the fold. <laughs> the World Series president is out. Yeah. So it was a it was a weekend of just what the it was a it was a really WTF weekend. It was crazy at how things that just came out of the blue just happened in sports. It's not what anybody expected. I stayed away from those responses. Uh... Because I want, I was, I didn't feel like looking at the tie-in with the Cardinals. Oh, the Red Sox do this. We should have oh, fired no. Mo. Oh right. Oh, I don't know how many. Oh yeah, and that's uh, the other lead up. Did Dombrowski hit the Red Sox an entire city block? Mm, good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> but no, that's even weird because that's talk about Barry and the lead. Freaking St. Louis Cardinals have extended their lead to four and a half games over the Chicago Cubs. Your favorite pitcher, Jack Flaherty, is. This is is historical. I got to eat crow. What he's doing right now, look, before the whole LeBron thing, I was a huge Jack Flaherty fan, as everyone knows. I was the one who said he was indeed going to be. I mean, I I wasn't going out on a limb here when I say he was going to be the future ace of the Cardinals, but I said he had that ace stuff. Even when he was struggling a year ago. that his ambiguous ethnicity tilted black. I was was Mm -hmm. thinking the kid was biting off more than he could chew. I was like, all right, youngin'. 
you got game, but you right now, you you in a territory that you ain't ready for yet. He clearly has shown me, hey, 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 bro. Oh, what are you, an old head? Yeah, I know, right? I know, jeez. Shut up, OG. I know what the hell I'm doing. And he, <laughs> he's this, literally, special? he's like, he's he's thrown himself into the Cy Young. <laughs> he's thrown himself into the Cy Young conversation. He, he that's, <laughs> he's been the best pitcher in baseball since July. And. The Cardinals are four and a half up with 20 games left. So, and then they, you know, they still have, I think, three left with the Cubbies. I don't know if they have any more left with the Brew. They have a Brew crew. Seven with the Cubs. Seven with the Cubbies? Yeah. So it's still, the, the division is still up for grabs, but. They would have to play very historically bad to not make the playoffs. The way the Cardinals have been playing, especially against uh, teams that have, are under 500, or teams that have struggled, the Cardinals have actually taken care of business. They have beaten those teams, and. I think they're right now, what, 19 games over 500? Mm -hmm. They're about 500 when it comes to playing good, like, playoff teams. Right. Which is, you got to beat up on bad teams and then do okay against the good teams. And they've done just that. I don't know how this team has been able, like, that game yesterday, uh, that was one of those games where in the first half of the season we've seen this team lose consistently. But when you have great starting pitching and you have one of the best bullpens in baseball, some argue the well, best bullpen. Well, you just answered ball. your question. Yeah. Well, we That's all how. saw this coming. We all well, saw I, Carlos I, Martinez being a lights out closer. I, we all we all saw this happening. I I, I honestly I, I I can't believe it's very possible that Moe's going to get away with it. He's, he's going to get away with it again. He's going to get away with it. Maybe he had an idea <clears throat> and followed his own idea instead of listening to people calling for his job and to be replaced by Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. So maybe he actually has a little bit of a clue. Did he? Did he? Throw it to that camera and let him, let him think about it. Mm -hmm. Did Moe have a clue? I don't think he did. But, hey, he can sit there in his ivory tower and his Brooks Brothers with his little sweater vest wrapped around his, his shoulders. Tower he didn't pay any taxes on. Damn Skippy. He can sit up there in his nice little <laughs> nice little loft. Mm. By the way, apartments actually relatively affordable. Okay. Roughly around $1,600 for one bedroom, one bath. That's not bad. It's not affordable. It's that is not affordable at all. Nonetheless. You have a mansion car if that was your house payment. I don't know how you did it. Probably your white privilege. But oh, no. that's why the Cardinals are in first place. I will not congratulate you, sir. <laughs> I will not. But I will say this. I will no longer stand outside a Bush Stadium calling for your job. I think that's an odd statement, first off, and maybe not even accurate. Never has there been a more true drop. <laughs> that is, that Having that, said that. That is a very accurate drop. Well done. <laughs> Salute huh. to the Cardinals. They're four and a half. Like, I'm, I'm almost to the point of thinking about the playoffs. Almost. Give me about a week and a half. If the Cardinals still playing this well this time next Monday, I will begrudgingly jump on the bandwagon again. That's true. I will jump back on. So will 95% of the other Cardinals fans. But I will jump back on it again. I just think your calculus is wrong. Well, I think I'm right this time. I'm eclipsed, what, 16 million in attendance again this year? Dare I say they know what they're doing? Huh? They, no, they, they don't. Did another, they it's, had another attendance we, we have to, can we also? Million? Can we also? Three million? Is that what it was? Yeah, well, 16 million would be. I'm trying to think of maybe it was 16 seasons of 3 million? Yeah, maybe that's, that's what it is. Okay, that makes know. sense. Yeah. Okay, 16 that seasons of yeah. No, just, let's million. just say 16 million. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would be something. That would be that would be that would be a lot. <laughs> Couple quick comments. Hello son from Marcus Hennessy. Hey. Uh, the uh, the the great South City tone wants Gardner to call the police. Did you see this Gardner? Uh. Call the police. Someone stole the patterns off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I wear a plain navy t-shirt. <laughs> I wear a relaxed fit navy t-shirt, and <coughs> people are uh, really having a lot to say about it. I love South City Tone. Uh, other things happening. We need to get a detective on this. You're, what kind uh, of detective could we get? A detective, uh, Pikachu. Travis, speaking of sports, your Wyoming Cowboys are now 2-0 after they beat Texas State 23-14. I'm going to update you. I'm going to update you on uh, Wyoming Cowboys football <laughs> until they lose. Because Mizzou is now 1-1 one one after they beat 
freaking West Virginia 38 to 7. And I'm so confused to I want to be a huge baby and not pay one ounce of attention to Mizzou this year. But what if Wyoming runs the table and that's Mizzou's like one of three losses? We can't be that mad, right? No, absolutely I can. I want to be a huge baby and not pay attention. They lost to freaking Wyoming, Travis. I did lose to Wyoming. But ultimately, it doesn't matter because it wasn't like they were going to go to the postseason anyway nah, with the crap right. that's going on. Yeah, so right now if they keep it below their... four losses, it's still technically a pretty good season. Yeah. And that really <laughs> pisses me off. I want to be one of these super fans having a meltdown, throwing my TV that's through. That's the thing. Like, I'm not even mad anymore about this football team. Like, I don't we even. We just can't have nice things. And I just don't. I mean, I just want Kelly Bryant to be healthy, have a good year, and he goes on and have a nice, successful pro career. I think it was awesome that he chose Mizzou. I think it did wonders for Mizzou recruiting, especially here locally. Um, I love what Barry Odom has done as far as getting the local kids to continue to go to Mizzou. I love that he did last year. He did his come to Jesus with the high school coaches. It seems like he's certainly built up a rapport. But I said this a year ago, and I said this when we had gains on. Like, I expect, the, I expect Mizzou to be Mizzou. I expect Mizzou to win eight, nine games. I don't expect them ever to go to a BCS or, excuse me, I don't expect them to be in a playoff game. I don't even expect a top-tier BCS bowl. Like, I don't. Like, I expect Mizzou to be just above average if on a, on a good year, in a good year. Like, I'm not going to think that Mizzou's going to compete with Georgia because they don't have Georgia talent. They're going to compete with Alabama. They don't have Bama talent. They don't have LSU talent. So I'm not going to sit up here and tell myself every year that this is the year when I know on paper this team isn't as good as everyone else. And with all due respect to Barry Odom, remarkable recruiter, he's a terrible in-game coach. He's absolutely terrible. And so... I'm not going to get excited about those prospects when I know the reality of the situation. It's that who's going to be better than Tennessee any other year. They may even be better than Florida. That's cool. As long as people understand that reality. It's the, it's the former Mizzou football players who keep oh. selling me the bill of goods about go. what this coach is and what this team can be. No. It's not that. You're not Georgia. You're not LSU. You're not Bama. You're barely Florida. You're never going to be these programs. As long as you continue to go out and hire the Barry Odoms of the world, you're going to always be, guess what? Mizzou. You know what I think? People should embrace that. You know Enjoy eight-win seasons. UMC. They need to they need to get their hands dirty. Oh, They've boy. now got some street cred with the uh, suspension. Keep it going. Have some kids showing up in brand-new Mustangs. I'm more concerned I about have to mention this real quick. Uh, the way you said that, I thought you were going to a live ad and I was trying to figure that one out too. I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I thought, didn't we do powder coating yeah. earlier? Like, did oh, we do that already? Maybe you meant like rusty barbecue grill. How's he gonna tie this together? Maybe St. Louis County got a dirty mind? I don't know. I know football players at Mizzou have a tough schedule and they probably couldn't join the veterinary school at Mizzou, but you know who did? Dr. Ed Ah, there it is. Dr. Ed, you know what? He owns Hillside Animal Hospital. He joins us each and every week for Dogs on Film. If you're looking for a new place to take your pets whenever they're uh, needing checkups or surgeries or anything, Hillside Animal Hospital is very conveniently located in St. Louis City near the hill, the Grove, and Dogtown. That's right. Hillside Animal Hospital. Check them out online. Uh, their Facebook page is very active. Again, if you support them, they continue to support I, us. I think I'm where, and this is Gardner. This is all you're doing. And I'm th I thank you, first and foremost. But there's a certain reality with things, right? Like, I love that you're embracing like Connor. The, like, like, like the reality of um, the pre there's a headline that says the president go is going after two pop stars. Right, right. That's another great example. But even to Chris's, like Chris is, Chris is into Connor. That's that's how it okay. You, that you you put it out there like there's certain realities that we just have to accept. And Chris is going to be a Connor guy. Travis is going to be a Braun guy. Gardner's going to be an alien guy. Yeah. Like these are certain realities that we accept. It's weird. Gardner it's creepy no to other people, but it is for Mizzou. Mizzou's going to always people keep talking about Mizzou football like we have history of winning no national championship. We have no history. There is no history. They still talk about the time they beat Notre Dame one year. In orange like from 1960 in the Orange Bowl. Like that's what we hang on to. And so it's fascinating to hear again even former players, we got to get to the golden 
What golden age? The golden when age. When we won the Cotton Bowl? Yeah. Well, oh, then that, okay. that was the best team they've ever it had. It was the best team. When we when we lost in the championship game to Oklahoma to kick us out of a BCS opportunity? Like, was that the golden age everyone keeps speaking of? I don't Same understand this. Same for men's this. basketball? Same for men's basketball. Which have had, the norm years. They think about the norm years, and that's great. How many great. titles do you bring? How about Final Fours? How about, thank you. But that's what I'm talking about. Why are we projecting something onto a program, an entity, a university that has never experienced those things? It's one thing if you're a Cardinals fan. You've been to the mountaintop. Now, even, even as a Blues fan, you've now been to the mountaintop. Now you can talk about glory years. When you're the Mizzou Tigers, you don't get to talk about glory years. You have none. Oh, you could. You could talk about the time when See, we beat Nebraska after 30 years. We beat Nebraska. Yeah, but that's we, all relative, though. Glory years is relative. So what I'm saying is, I enjoy the journey more so, and Travis. that's fine. And you can enjoy the journey. It's the a climb. A lot, I don't, I don't need a title to give me carte blanche to talk about anything I want. That's what he did there. Purchase at buyjack.com. <laughs> there are just certain realities. To Chris's point, yes, the president of the United States got into an argument, or is in the middle of an argument with the pop star. The of pop course star. he is. Of course, that's, a, that's our reality. That's our normal. That's what 63 million Americans decided four years ago that this is where they're going to go. Hashtag pressy, President Pussy Ass Bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. No. I didn't Why start did the hashtag. That? that wasn't my hashtag. Who I didn't did start that? the Chrissy Teigen. Started the hashtag, hashtag President oh, Pussy no. Ass Bitch. Am I on board with said hashtag? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But is this our new normal? Yes. Of course, this is our new name. This is what we. Everyone I prefer so, uh, kind of because it kind of sounds like a code name or a possible movie idea. President Coyote Sharpie, because I'm combining I the like Coyote that. thing and the, and the Sharpie, Sharpie. My two favorite moments so yeah, far. Yeah, I like that. What's he, what's he say? And believe it or not, Coyotes. Coyotes, yeah, coyotes I believe it was. Let's let's make sure we have that right. And believe it or not, Coyotes. Yeah, I was right. You got it. That's, but that's the thing, like, I think, I'm, here's what, it, I will actually agree with maybe my people on the right in this regard. The people on the left are exhausting. In that, you keep saying the same stupid ass shit, like, can you believe we have a president that, dot, dot, dot. Motherfucker, I didn't watch the last three years. Of course I believe it. If the president right now were to walk in front of the White House press corps in his draws, none of all, us can sit up here. 240 pounds of it. Mm-hmm. And yes, and he did that right now. None of us in here can say, man, that's crazy. It is not. It is normal. That's what we signed up for. So enough of this. Oh, I can't believe he's doing this. We already know he is going to do it. The man literally stood next to one of our biggest foes and sided with him over our own military. The Undertaker? Nah, specifically. That happened. You can't. The guy, the guy who competed in WrestleMania, you don't get to say, I can't believe he's doing this. You don't get to say that anymore. You idiot. Stop saying it. I can't believe he's arguing with the pop star. He was in WrestleMania. Wrestle freaking mania. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame with Papa Shango. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. Coco Beware. Coco Beware. The yes. Craig the Hammer Valentine. Yes. Thank you. Ultimate Warrior. He's in the same class as the Macho Man. Papa Shango. Papa Shango. Yes, I went way back. <laughs> Tugboat. He's up there with Earthquake and Tugboat. The Natural Disasters. He is up there with the Legion of Doom. Remember when, y- y- when Yokozuna <laughs> killed Damien? And we found out that Yokozuna was Hawaiian the entire time. He wasn't even Japanese. He was Samoan. Yokozuna was Samoan. And that's who Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame with. We can no longer, no one, especially my friends on the left, are allowed to say, I can't believe dot, dot, dot anymore. If you idiots do it, I'm blocking you. Stop it. What you have to do now is just, uh, you going to do? Got to so, shrug. Wait, may I? May I? Yeah. Sometime it be like that. Sometime it be like that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hmm. Damn. All stemming from a tweet. Yeah. Any shout-outs you guys? You guys want to do, sh- want to do a shout-out oh, at the end of the we show? Do, we do shout-outs. We do shout-outs. <laughs> Is this hip-hop radio in 1998? <laughs> hey, what station was that? I don't know. Uh, well, you would call in. Yeah. Okay, because I, I had a friend do this. Uh-huh. You call in, uh-huh. and you would give, like, your car. 
You would name like the make and model of your car, uh -huh. and then yell, "Keep rolling!" Yes, it's Travis. I'm in a '98 Impala. Yeah. Keep rolling! Keep rolling! Keep rolling! There was a thing. Yeah, sounds that like, was a thing. Sounds like a Magic 108. Thing. It could have been. Could have been. Stacy ever worked for Magic? We could ask Stacy. We could ask Stacy. I gotta know. That. I can't remember who did Keep Rolling. It's something check in. I knew the. Well, that's it was like Friday nights or something. Yeah, it would because be because it would be like after high school football games uh -huh. or something. I'm just running around in my Apollo 99 with my homegirls. Keep rolling. I'm driving my parents' 92 Black Park Avenue. It's a Buick. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. That's when I knew I was in trouble at Hoop It Up. I saw Magic 108 was one of the main sponsors. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, what do you know? Do you know? Do you sign up? They've gone north. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. Who's your shout out? We're doing shout outs at the end of the show. Oh, I don't know. I got what do you want to shout out? Who are you shouting out? I'll shout out Boris Becker. Oh. Nice. No. BB in the building. Keep rolling. Uh, my friend Rusty put out an album, Quarterback Punk. I love the name oh, of yeah, their band. Yeah, yeah. That's who you shouting out? I'm shouting them out. Check it out. You can get it anywhere uh, you get music, period. Buy the album. It's very good. <laughs> you know, it'll be the 15 year anniversary. Of Arcade Fire's debut album really? right. on Saturday. Really? I'm going to sit in the park that morning with coffee and cigarettes mm. on a bench. It better not rain. <laughs> just listen to the album. The whole thing. The whole thing. What if somebody comes up and wants to talk to you? Do you just wave them along? <sighs> I'll try it and is be a public secluded. space. I'll try and be secluded. It depends on if they need a cigarette or not. I will actually do my shout is going to be a little bit more somber. Oh, no. And I don't mean to get too sad, but I want to pay my respects, genuinely. Uh, we lost uh, a broadcast friend and a St. Louis figure, a big St. Louis figure, and Chris Duncan over the weekend, uh, who passed away at 38 from brain cancer. Of course, Chris Duncan put the Cardinals on that magical 2006 run. Uh, of course, was a big star on ESPN 101 here in St. Louis. Uh, he's been battling this for a few years now, and uh, he lost his battle over the weekend. And I'm 38 uh, years old, man. 38 years old, man. Just so, so young. And a guy who had a very fun career with the St. Louis Cardinals. Imagine coming up, helping your team win the World Series while your father is also the pitching coach and he, of that team. You know, he was, and the nepotism thing's like a weird thing, but like Duncan no, he had was a, he good. Had, he was a power hitter. He was kind of out of place everywhere, like defensively. But he had a year where he hit 25 home runs. The guy had a very, had a very good career. Yeah, like 22 or 23. 22, 23. In, yeah. In 2006. He had yeah. some big hits for the Cardinals in 2006, especially in the playoffs to get the Cardinals yeah. into the World Series. And um, and just even as a local broadcaster here in St. Louis, Crushed he was, was, super he was popular. incredibly popular. Very fun guy. Nice guy too. Yeah. Our paths. Crossed briefly when I was at one. Really? Yeah. Did you have any experience with him or? Uh, briefly. Yeah. yeah. He was nice guy. A hard worker. He yeah. like he came into the the radio thing with like I want to learn. Yes. And that was something. And I, I think that endeared like, him to a lot of his a colleague. It's weird because he su he became such a personality. Mm -hmm. But what got him there at first was that he just wanted he w had notes upon notes upon wow. notes. Wow. I remember him just writing notes all the time. Um. So the personality wasn't necessarily there right away. You knew it was there, but it didn't come out right, right. away. But it was his, like, that, so that's how he tackled, like, that new part of his life, trying to transition from sports into sports talk radio. And I think that effort is a testament to uh, his family, his father. Mm -hmm. Like, even as Chris pointed out, where people wanted to maybe make it about nepotism, he put in the work. As yeah. Garter just pointed out, he put in the work. And, like, and so that's, you gotta, you gotta have a ton of respect for a guy like that. It would have been very easy. I will say this about a lot of the former Cardinals players who go into broadcast. It would be very easy for them to mail it in. But from Brad Thompson to Rick Ankill to Jim Edmonds, those guys legitimately work at it. And it's not just a matter of being former Cardinals and they just get in front of a mic. These guys are good. And Chris Duncan was one of them. He was one of those people who, as Gardner's pointed out, actually put in the work and were respected by a lot of people in this city because of it. And I saw Bob Ramsey put out a tweet because Raymer has worked with Chris. Mm -hmm. um, it was about Dave, though, in particular. And this is one that stuck out to me because I don't have that perspective. I'm not a father. Right. But Raymer is. He's got three kids. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. And pointed out, like, Dave's lost a wife and now a son to a sa the same, same horrible illness. disease. And that's something that's just... That's tragic. Very, very. Yeah, I mean, that, that is the tragedy of life. Yes.
and our thoughts and prayers are with the Duncan family, and I think all of I speak of all of St. Louis, and I've seen the story go national. I saw some other national scribes and national personalities speak about the loss of Chris Duncan. You know, I think everybody's thoughts and prayers are with them as they get through this. And if it's one thing I know about St. Louis, if it's one thing I know about the Cardinal family, mm-hmm. is that they're going to surround the Duncan family and they're going to do everything they can to make sure they're doing all right. And I would imagine um, when the Cardinals potentially, when, when they returned home, I would imagine they'll do some type of tribute uh, to Chris Duncan oh, and yeah. the Duncan family when he does. And I mean, they already did the other day they did that was really cool with the stand up to cancer thing at the break of an any in pittsburgh i believe the uh locally also our friend shane presley's mother uh he's from rock paper podcast they just had a really big super successful turnout for uh fundraising his mother is suffering from this right now and uh so thinking about shane as well just Mm -hmm. that it's a there's a lot uh that hits close to home and shout out to all the bands and all the people that showed up last night to the that's old awesome. rock house and supported that's him. awesome so that's that's my my little shout out for everyone here uh, this over the weekend and from that 2006 world series championship duncan did inspire like slow pitch recreational league softball did teams to celebrate their city yeah, championships with their trophies like no other. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a, a legacy mom. he leaves yeah, yeah! How many local softball teams celebrate their city championships, their trophies like this now in a bar? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a legacy to leave behind, too. That is Wonderful. awesome. To have fun doing what you're doing. I hope they, make that, fun a, in line. I hope they make that a statue outside of Bush. <laughs> that would be, be the best that one they have. That would be the best, best one. one that would be, be the most cool. selfied photo. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt about it. Talk about a landmark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, meet me at the Chris Duncan statue. <laughs> I, I should talk to Carriker and say, hey, can you put at least get that one outside? Put a, uh, a plaque. Just a plaque. Can we get a no, plaque? No, the, the, put this, the, the whole statue. The statue outside the station. Oh, yeah. That would like be that. dope. That would be really well, a great honor. the city of Creve Corps. <laughs> we, go <along> that <laughs> we have a line of cars right now outside of Olive. Yeah. Getting to the Chris Duncan statue yeah. near one. <laughs> one hell of a tribute. It certainly would. Guys, big thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to come back tomorrow when we're live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace!